Hello and welcome to the One Wrestling Podcast, your one-stop shop for discussions and reviews about the vast world of professional wrestling. Each week we pick some topics or shows to discuss from whatever promotion we feel like discussing that week. Mostly stick to Pura, but we talk about a little bit of everything. I'm your host TJ, aka Aspier, and with me is my co-host Caitlin. Hey everybody. Uh, this week is episode 46 and we will be discussing the Best of Super Juniors Real World Tag League and the Grand Prix up to this point. Well, not really Real World Tag, or Real World Tag League since it was VOD apparently and it just came out today, so we get to watch that. But we'll talk about uh, Super Juniors and Dio, give you at least like what happened on uh, yesterday's show for Real World Tag League, and plus we're gonna talk about Dragon Gate's Gate of Origin show from this past weekend. Um, mostly enjoying everything I watched, especially that Dragon Gate show. I thought that was a really good show. But uh, I think that's really all we did watch this past week because we've been so busy and just doing other stuff. Um, so not a whole lot of other wrestling other than watching AEW, which. It was an okay show, I guess. I can talk about it a little bit later. But uh, beyond that, just doing, doing a lot of gaming. We actually um, both gave each other an early birthday or Christmas <laughs> present this uh, this year just because, I don't know, we, I guess we couldn't wait. Well, one, one of mine I just went ahead and bought. But uh, what did I buy you for Christmas that I think you're happy with? Yakuza, or the newest Yakuza, I should say. End of the Dragon. Or, no? Yeah, End yeah, of the, the Dragon. dragon. Yeah. We've been watching streamers play it for like ever, basically ever since it came out, and I've I know I've definitely been wanting to get my hands on it, and I definitely know she is. Usually, it's kind of how video games go in our household. Is I buy them, and she plays them more than I do. I mean, this this was a present for her anyway, but I'll I'll probably check it out a little bit because I, I do really enjoy the series, even though I've never completed a game. Yeah. <laughs> but the only ones I have is I have uh, zero. The Kiwami. Yeah, I was say we had Kiwami. Well, I still have it on Steam. You got it on Steam. Yeah, I have it on Steam. But I, if I, I got it on like PlayStation Plus one time, and then now we have Yakuza Six. So I know you seem to be enjoying it, even though I only played it like once, because I think it got, or got here yesterday. It did get here yesterday. So that's pretty much what you were playing all day yesterday, I think. (laughs) And then uh, she uh, bought me the uh, new WoW expansion. It's more like I'm a horrible person to buy Christmas presents for. I think she can tell you that. I'd like never know what I want, and I was like, one of the things I did want was Yakuza, but I was like, I know I'm gonna buy that for her, so I don't want to yeah. ask her to buy it for me. So I was like, fuck, what other video game do I want? And I was like, I've been like the new WoW expansion came out on Monday, and I uh, that's ha- happens every time a new WoW expansion comes out. Is I buy it, I play it for a few months, and then mm-hmm. either I keep playing it for a while, which is what happened last expansion. I played for a good bit, and then eventually fell off of it, or I buy it, play it for like two months, and then I just drop it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it so far. I'm. I just hit level 58, so, or not 50, yeah, level 58, so I'm about to hit max level probably tonight, and finally getting into all the goodies with that, so, if you are unfortunate like me enough to be sucked back into this fucking wow hole, uh, hit me up if you want to play with someone, I'm on Horde, I'm a marksman hunter, I'm hunter anyway, I don't know what spec I'm gonna go, but it seems like marksman is the best one, but, uh, didn't watch any anime or anything, so we're behind. That's we were home, so, yeah. Yeah, didn't have time for any of that. I but feel like it. <laughs> I did catch up on Jujutsu Kaisen yesterday because I was, I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday or it Saturday. It was yesterday. But that's still really both. good. I don't know. It's still really good. So 
still recommend checking that out, but I'm definitely behind, especially, I think we're like three episodes behind of Uno No Na Nile. Yep. But, yeah. Maybe Thursday when the other stuff comes out, we can just catch up and everything. Yeah, we'll see. But like I said, we didn't really watch any other wrestling other than AEW, and it was an okay episode. Like, I thought it kicked off really good with uh, Hangman and uh, John Silver. I thought that was a pretty sick match. But then right after that, they had uh, Will Hobbs come out, but he's not Will Hobbs anymore. He's Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs. That's so, so fucking stupid. funny. Like he looked like he looked alright in the match, but it's just like it was a squash, I, basically. It's like basically some at least. But it was just like I just busted out laughing when he came out not as well Hobbs anymore. Just, I thought it was a WWE <laughs> thing where they took away people's first names. Now I guess AEW's doing it too. My mom just laughed at whatever he was wearing. I was like, oh god, here we go again. And then right after that, they had like Taz do a little thing with Cody, and it Who started cares? it started off kind of like cringy, work shooty kind of deal. But I think it got good by the end. And when I when I don't remember it. when Taz popped in the um, Taz mission on Cody, I liked that a lot. I don't care. It's old person move. Like fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I don't care. You're old move. Get out of my way. Um, the women were actually pretty uh, featured pretty well featured throughout the show which is nice but well it's like they had a couple it's more than usual like if it's more than once on an AEW See, show it's no something attention to this fucking show but i don't i have no idea what the fuck vicky was talking about in her promo we yet don't, we don't care what just, she had to say anyway Something i know it's just, maga maga rah, rah. it's like her talking about fucking like nepotism with brandy and i'm like how the fuck what oh she, yeah she was talking she, something with brandy and bringing up the whole attack or something yeah, last like, week i was like huh i, I don't even know what the she deal don't is. know what she was saying either uh, I thought type flight, uh, Top Flight looked really good in their match with uh, TH2. I don't really remember much about TH2, to be honest. I but say, I, at least they, I did notice they got a uh, fuck. What's his name? And Helico out of that like full body suit highlighter gear. So thank God for that. But yeah, I thought they looked pretty good. I think Mox did a pretty good job getting people hyped for the title match this week, and Kenny kind of didn't detract from it. At least he had some weird lines. Was it this week or last week that he was talking about gonna beat up or his dad could beat up Mox's dad? I think it was last week. I could remember. The, um, not not last week, but the whatever. But yeah, something like that. It was some week. I don't, yeah, I don't know, know, but I'm interested in see this Mox and Kenny match, even though I saw I'm not. So there's that. Some fucking weirdo on Twitter was like comparing it to like Stone Cold I saw and that. fucking. Uh, I saw that The Rock and the Stone Rock, yeah. Cold. I was like, are you fucking stupid? Shut up, you Mark. I'm like, if like, I think they're doing it all right but i'm like they had they had a feud last year for a couple months and then dropped it cold and then all of a sudden they're doing a title match off two weeks build so yeah it's exactly like uh stone cold and fucking uh the rock and uh i didn't like how after the main event they'd made a death triangle feel like an afterthought because of like the eddie lance stuff that ending pissed me off so bad i don't know we'll we'll see what they're doing with death triangle i guess but it means they're gonna be thrown into dumb shit so who gives a fuck it seems like they're kind of like building up like a trios division Kind of in AEW, oh, so six, six man bells coming, baby. Either that, I wouldn't mind doing them doing like a tournament, even if it wasn't for a belt, like how they did the women's tag oh, yeah. tournament. That was so dumb. Yeah, cause you got like Cody and well, they don't have a third, Who? but they I don't would know. if Hobbs didn't yeah. betray him. I guess but there's definitely a ton of like trios and they w- could literally right just now. throw people together. I don't even care. Oh, oh never mind. But uh, I think did that's. Did the women's title match? Or did oh, I, I, I think like... I, I don't know if I did, but yeah, that match was just that not match that was good. Terrible, <laughs> like... To be honest, it was really not good. I liked like the video promo they did before, the video package they did before oh, because yeah, they, they, they kind of at least put some effort into it, which is not appreciated. But it's a little late, but I guess. Yeah, like at least they tried to make the match ever, feel like a big deal. But, but I knew straight up I wasn't gonna care about it because I personally I don't think Anna's that good. I know she's still pretty green, but. She's just, no, this just wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not, I don't think she's that good, but I'm like, she's still pretty new in her career, so I'm not going to, like, throw her under the bus like, or anything. 
So I, got I time to improve. I don't, she's not one of my choices for a big match like that. So. Then the problem is they ain't got nobody because fucking Hikaru basically beat everybody already. <laughs> but enough AEW talk. Uh, let's get into the news. Get through this pretty quickly. Uh, Western news. Uh, the GCW show this coming weekend uh, that was supposed to take place in Vegas got postponed. It's still going to happen. It's just going to be taking from place from the quote-unquote GCW Performance Center on uh, December 5th or more than likely Brett Lauderdale's backyard. So well, I don't, I'm curious where this uh, performance center ends up being, but it seems like they're at least keeping the matches the same. I don't think they've said anything different, so I don't know what they're going to do about that. Um, I don't think they've said anything different. I was just sitting here trying to think if they did or not. Uh, I don't think so. I think they announced more matches for their like, like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day show. but uh, That may it, not happen. That's so. it. That might not happen because it's in like uh, Jersey City. But we'll see, I guess. I don't, I don't feel like talking about that until it gets closer anyway. Uh, we have the um, AAA Triple Mania card announced that's taking place December 12th, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's uh, December 12th, and it's going to be it's at uh, 7 p.m. Central Time, so like 8 Eastern. It's going to be airing live on um, their uh, Facebook and YouTube channels, not Twitch anymore, which that was the easiest way for us to watch it. But yeah. at, least it's, at least they have the YouTube option this time, unlike previous AAA shows since COVID started, because I'm not getting on Facebook just to watch a AAA show. No. <laughs> and I've really missed AAA. Like, we haven't, wa- I've, I we still- haven't watched it. Well, I haven't watched it in quite a bit of time. I don't think I've any- watched anything during COVID. Well, no, I watched the uh, little tournament they thing they had. But other than that, I haven't watched any AAA since then. They haven't really run much until recently. But they did start the, like, car, like, the auto shows, and I just haven't gotten around to watching those yet. But uh, the full card for uh, Triple Mania... Uh, first match, uh, Poder, Poder del Norte versus Mr. Iguana, Maximo, and Nino Hamburguesa, uh, Tejano Jr., Rey Scorpion versus Lucha Bros versus Octagon Jr., and Mrs. Tezas Jr. for the tag titles. They're going to do a women's uh, Copa Triple Mania, uh, Fabi Apache, Lady Maravilla, Cheek Tormenta, Lady Shani, uh, La Hiedra versus Hades. Well, versus all of them. They're, it's like a six-way, but... Um, we have a Psycho Clown, Monster Clown, and Murder Clown versus Blue Damon Jr., L.A. Park, and Hio del, del L.A. Park. We have a Leonda Americana, Arcano versus Terra Purpura, and Veno Noide, and they're all like doing Marvel gimmicks. Oh my god. Yeah, like the Leonda Americana guy is basically like a Captain America gimmick. I think Arcano was a, a Spider-Man mask kind of guy. Uh, Semi-main is Laredo Kid versus Kenny Omega for the Mega Championship. And the uh, main event is a is Chessman versus Pagano in an Apuestas match. So definitely excited for the main event. Um, just curious if Laredo Kid and Kenny even happens because I'm like, why would he go back down to Mex- Mexico for that right now? Honestly. But we'll see, I guess. Especially because he's probably going to be an or AEW champ at that point. I mean, I guess we'll find out on Wednesday if he's actually going to be champ or not. But I think if he, he don't win, I'll be shocked. Yeah, I'm, I'll be really I'll be surprised. I'll be a surprised. I don't think it would be a bad thing if he didn't win it, but it's just like, I don't know who else you know, is there for Mox. You know, personally, I won't care, so I, I hope he, he... Uh, Impact News, uh, Jazz was revealed as Jordan Grace's tag partner, and she'll, that'll happen on the show this week, but we'll get to that when we talk about the weekly airings. Uh, that's it for Western News. Uh, Japanese Indie News, uh, Geora will be showing the the last Wrestle 1 Oda Award show from March 15th on January 14th. You'll get to see the last... Uh, title matches for all of the belts so i'm very excited we're finally going to get to see this and it's going to be really awkward because it's 
basically right when COVID hit, so there was hardly anyone in the in the stands. Oh, they, that's right. They probably shouldn't have even done the Met show, to be honest, but it was the last really big show, so I get why they did it at the time, but it's just like... Kind of poor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy. Like, I figured they had recorded it, but I was just waiting for them to eventually drop it. I'm finally they're happy they're finally going to be able to. It had uh, Katsuhika Nakajima defending the Wrestle 1 title against Kazayashi. Uh, and Fonts, uh, Ashino and Kodama defending the Wrestle 1 tag titles against uh, Daiki Naba and Koji Doi. And the junior title match was Yoshioka defending against Masada Tanaka, I think. Or was it Heat? I forget. He, got, he was Heat at the time. I don't remember because that was back in fucking February when they had the fucking uh, junior tournament for Wrestle 1 back when it was still a thing. But yeah, I'm really excited for that, so check that out when it get airs. Uh, 2AW news, um, an upcoming 2AW show was canceled by the local government due to uh, their inability to uh, do proper contract tracing, seemingly after a wrestler on one of their shows tested positive for the, the COVID-19. So, I don't know what Not that... Not a good look, yeah. yeah. And this is a really small company, too, so it's like, yeah. if, it, if something like this happens to like New Japan or NOAA or whatever, I'm curious how they would be able to, how, how that would ha- be worked. And I guess we'll find out. There's a lot of uh, cases in Japan seem to be increasing like they are pretty much everywhere, at least places that aren't like Australia and New Zealand that are actually taking care of shit, but uh, a lot of COVID cases coming up in wrestling lately. Speaking of which, uh, Joshi News, Oof. Marvelous, a um, a Marvelous rookie test positive, thus the uh, Marvelous for Sendai Girls seven-man tag from Sen- the Sendai Girls this past Sunday got canceled because all of the, the entire roster for Sendai Girl or for Marvelous went on quarantine just to be safe, so that- that's a good thing for them. Sucks the match didn't happen because it seemed that it was going to be pretty cool. But uh, better to be safe than sorry, you know? Yep. Uh, seedling, uh, Sari and Yoshiko won the tag titles. Uh, now we can say that uh, Sari, or Yoshiko is the best tag champion in WWE currently. <laughs> or no, Sari is, I guess, would be the no. real one. But they're both. They're, Yoshiko's better. They're the, they're the true uh, <laughs> women's tag titles or tag champions. I legit just sat here and thought to myself, who are the tag champs? And then I remembered, and I was like, never mind, Shana I wish Naya. I forgot. Terrible. Um, Pure J, more uh, COVID positive cases. Pretty much their entire roster, roster tested positive for COVID, except for Command Boishoi. And I think there was another uh, roster member that didn't test positive, but basically took out their whole roster, and hopefully they can all recover. It didn't really say how, like, how That's bad, rough. how, like, how bad they were just that they tested positive so hopefully they're doing well uh big japan news isami kodaka will challenge for challenge yoshino for the junior title and korkin next month and uh, kohei sato and shichikawa twin towers will challenge astronauts for the tag titles what none i think that's on the same korkin hall show i forget (laughs) but yeah it's happening this coming month because um they announced the match before another title match was supposed to take place, which took place the 29th okay. or 28th. It was the Astronauts versus the Brahmin Bros, but obviously Astronauts beat them and are moving on to face uh, Shuji and Kohei. Uh, Cyber Fight News, uh, Daisuke Sasaki is out of the DO due to a broken rib. Thus, everyone he would have faced is getting a basically a injury by. And uh, Takagi will make his uh, second extreme title defense December 2nd against Rambo Kawamura from an airsoft uh, range. So it, that's the same going to be on their YouTube channel here and live for free. So check that out. I'm definitely going <laughs> to watch yes. it once it happens because, oh, man. That's, that sounds great. That's going to be a mess. I, I'm, I'm just curious if they have, who they have for, like, special appearances because they kind of had a you little bit of what, that. You know what people were saying because, like, if you know, um, there's a – 
couple of uh, Noah boys that like to shoot their little airsoft guns. So I'd be down for seeing like a Kaito appearance. Fuck, I forget who else is in it. Is Kotoge, it Kotoge? I think. Yeah, I think it's Kotoge. I want to say, I don't want to say Okada too. I think he is, but I know definitely Kaito and Kotoge. So it'd be pretty funny to me to see them show up. Uh, Ultra Pan News, uh, Swama announced Evolution Girls, and lo- he looks to be, like, scouting talent in Ice Ribbon, so if we kind of start getting, like, an Ice Ribbon, Ultra Pan kind of relationship, I'd be down for that. You forgot news. There's more news. I know I was about to get to it. I didn't write no. it down. Oh, Zeus? Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, Why didn't you write it down? I, I mean, forgot. It's important. It's very important. I remembered it. I just forgot to write it down on the run sheet. But, yeah, Zeus is uh, has tested negative for the virus, so he will make his return at the uh, Cork and Hall show next month, so very excited for that, of course. I don't know where he's going to fit in for the grand scheme of things now that... We don't that, know. That, 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 that'll be after the tournament, It's I think. after the tournament. Yeah, it's like... Was it the 13th or something? Some, or? I think it is the 13th, yeah. something around that time, so... Okay. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. Probably just be in some little fuck-all tag match. We'll see, I guess. So, yeah. There's a lot of big matches on that, uh... Honestly. On that Cork and Hall show. It's going to be a good show, I think. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up that card. Just so we can run through it real quick, what we have so far. Yeah, the uh, show takes place... On uh, December 13th, Cork and Hall. Opener is uh, Hokuto Mori versus Kohei Sato. Ooh, I forgot that. Yes, Cork. Oh. oh my god, the name. Oh my, why I'm ashamed The fucking title for like, oh, you're already dead. <laughs> oh, I love that they got titles for some of these matches. What the fuck? Um, match two is uh, Jake Lee versus Atsuki Oyagi. The title for this is Plus Ultra, so fucking Boku no Hero fucking <sighs> reference. God. Uh,. Third match is a Dantamura versus Chotaro Oshino, and it's titled uh, Don no Daiboken. So, basically, the whole Daiboken shit that fucking uh, Kento and Ikemen and them did. Now that I guess Dan's on an adventure now. Great. That should be a really good match, I think. The next match, uh, Takao Mori, Black Mensa Ray, and Carbell Ito versus Ryo Jisai, Revlon, and Daimon. G, I forget his name. I forget what his name is all the time. <laughs> They're one of the other uh, Land's End boys, but it's for the uh, inaugural uh, Grower TV uh, six-man tag title. So um, I'm assuming Mensa Ray and Amori and Carbell are going to win it, but we'll see, I guess. Uh, another six-man, uh, Yoshitatsu, Okada, and Chikara versus Junkasai, Masashi Takeda, and Kenji Fukamoto, so that should be a crazy match, I think. And then uh, another six-man, uh, Swama, Shuji, and Hikaru Sato versus uh, Kento Miyahara, Yuma, and Shima. So, overall, good show. If So, if Zeus is returning, that just means they haven't announced his match yet. I'm assuming it'll probably like, be another six-man tag with like, Purple Haze versus somebody. Maybe against like the other Infants boys that aren't in matches yet, because right now it's just Ashino and Hokuto. But... See, overall, I think it's a good-looking Corkin to end off the year for All Japan. But that's all the news for what's airing this week. Uh, Noah, November 28th, aired on Wrestle Universe on November 29th. I was hoping to watch this live, but I didn't realize it was kind of a delayed to airing because I was, went to my, went on Universe on Saturday, and I was like, where the fuck is this match? I want to fucking see uh, Kai debut in Noah, but nope, it's I gotta <laughs> wait. I'll probably check that out after we're done recording. Uh, Dragon Gate aired live on Dragon Gate Network on November 28th. All Japan's Real World Tag League continued on All Japan TV November 29th. 
it just uh, hit VOD this morning, I think, so definitely check that out. Uh, DT's DO Grand Prix continued on Russell Universe November 29th, December 4th, and December 6th. Uh, New Japan's World Tag League continues on New Japan World November 30th and December 4th. New Japan Best of Super Juniors continues on New Japan World also November 29th, November tw- or December 2nd, and December 5th. Uh, Diana, October 11th, airs on Nico Pro November 30th, or aired, I should say, I guess. Uh, Actress Girls, uh, November 24th, airs on Nico Pro December 2nd. Uh, Zero One, November 23rd, airs on Nico Pro December 3rd. Basara, November 10th, will air on Nico Pro December 4th. Uh, Dragon Gate airs live on Dragon Gate Network December 4th, 5th, and 6th. Uh, big weekend there. Uh, All Japan Real World Tag League continues on All Japan TV December 4th and 5th, and then finishes up in Cork and Hall on December 7th. Uh, Tenryu Project, November 15th, will air on Samurai TV December 5th. Uh, Tokyo Joshi airs live on Wrestle Universe December 6th. Noah takes place. I believe it's airing on Abima. It's definitely airing on Fight again, but it's going to be taking place December 6th. This is the mat, the show that has uh, Segura challenging Go for the title, among other title matches. And then Western stuff. Uh, GCW is on the 5th. Like I said, it's from the GCW Performance Center, so we'll see how that is, but it's on Fight. And apparently uh, War Games is this weekend, and I just realized it when I was trying to find the NXT card, which, of course, I couldn't find because it's NXT. Then I want to tell you what's airing, or what's going to take place beforehand and speaking of nxt let's get into the weekly airings uh new japan strong i believe it's still going on i'm not entirely sure <laughs> but that, those are on fridays at 10 impact uh tuesday at 8 eastern uh willie mack versus chris bay for the or that's not for the title <laughs> i forgot willie mack doesn't have the title anymore um women's tag tournament match uh, renee michelle and killer kelly versus jazz and jordan grace Rohit Raju versus Crazy Steve for the X Division title. Uh, XXXL versus uh, Motor City Machine Guns. And probably some other, I'm sure there's other stuff happening, but uh, not a super exciting show this week, I don't think. I'm kind of interested for uh, Willie Mack and Bay, but we've seen that like a ton of times this say, year. We've seen that enough. So that's like the highlight of the I show. I just want to see Jazz. Mm-hmm. Literally. Oh, wait, no, I forgot Shelly's back, so, uh... It'll be nice to see uh, uh, Machine Guns back, even though I'm not excited for their opponents, yeah, really, but... Yeah, I don't but... care about their opponents, I just want to see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably check that out on Tuesday. We Depends watch... if I'm playing shit. That too. We watched huh. it last week, didn't we? We kind of came in a little late, just because I was on, um... I was on Twitch, and there was, like, nothing else to watch, so I was like, fuck it. All I really remember from that is like Kel- Killer. I think it was Killer Kelly versus. Uh, it was uh yeah it was Killer Kelly against um Kimberly. Kimberly right. Unfortunately. Oh, that's weird. With Kimberly just signed with Impact and then that her fuck her like fiance husband or whatever is leaving. Is Wentz? I don't know. Wentz married. Oh fuck yeah that's right shit. Anyway, <laughs> that's a sidebar. Um, AEW on Wednesday at eight Eastern. Uh, we have an AEW World Title shot. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. I think that should be good. No. Uh, Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale. That's going to be something, I guess. I'd, I could have listed all the guys, Ooh, but I don't care shit. that much. I like how MJF's in it, and I'm like, is he just going to win again? Maybe. I have to look at everyone again, but um, like... Let me let me, pull, let me go ahead and pull I'm it up. Just, yeah, I'm just curious. I'm, like, I know MJF's in it for sure. I think... Yeah, the, everyone in the tournament, or the little Battle Royale. MJF, Wardlow, Hangman Page... Sammy Guevara, 
John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Hardy, Matt Seidel, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears, Orange Cassidy, Kip Sabian, and Miro. I, I kind of kind of a toss up. I, there's a couple people in here I think could possibly win. I guess there's actually a lot of like interesting like storylines between this actually. Yeah. Like, like I think Sammy's probably gonna cost MJF the match because they're kind of have a beef right now. Yeah. Either Sammy or Wardlow's gonna do it. Hangman, I could see him ending up working with Dark Order a little bit in the match, like especially John Silver since they're kind of trying to recruit Hangman right now. That's not thanks. Apparently Matt Hardy's a heel, so I wouldn't surprise me Wait, if he. Wait, he's a heel. Apparently. When that happened? Apparently, like, like on like the, the latest episode, yeah, he had a promo. Like, he's kind of acting like a dickhead. To any of that. Pretty much ever since he beat uh oh. fucking Sammy, he's been acting like a dickhead. So okay. it wouldn't surprise me if he like eliminates Private Party or something. A dick. That's I racist. I don't know. <laughs> Matt Seidel's just kind of there, I guess. Um, you still kind of have the Scorpio Sky and Sean Spears thing, but I don't know if we'll, I if they're continuing about with that. that. And then you got Orange, Orange Cassidy City, versus yeah, Kip and Miro. Them. So there's a lot of storylines going on at the same time so still i don't think i'm very excited for oh, wait, it. he's defending the ring oh it's basically it's so it ba- you carried around okay never mind never i don't mind. know i'm i am happy they're doing it again just it doesn't really mean anything and i'm like what the but fuck does this stupid thing at, mean at least they didn't forget about it that oh this happened around a year you? ago so <laughs> and plus mjf uses it in a lot of his matches to cheat so i'm like I'm curious what they'd have him do without that, because I don't think he's going to win it again. Still cheat? Well, he's not still going to cheat, but he's going to have to come up with something else, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I don't have any... I could, really, I could, anyone could win just about. Go Hangman. I'm just more interested in seeing who costs MJF. But, yeah, really, I want Wardlow or Hangman to win. But, also, uh, Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes versus Powerhouse, Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. Oh, my, I hate that so much, <laughs> I man. I hate that name. Uh, I'm, it's going to take some getting used to, that's for sure. Oh, God, this next... Uh, Chris Jericho versus Frankie Kazarian. Uh, that'll be a match, I guess. That's a fucking uh, depression nap right there for me. And um, Britt Baker versus Layla Hirsch. God damn it, why they gotta do this to Layla? Why? Yeah, I was like, she's gonna eat that pen, probably. I'm tired. I'm Sign assuming Layla. that'll set up her for versus Hikaru, finally. Oh, God, that's when it's gonna fucking happen, and I'm just gonna not care anymore. There's literally no one else for Hikaru other than her. Uh, NXT, uh, like I said at we the top, we couldn't, I couldn't find it. They will post it tomorrow. It's like the go-home show for War Games, so it's so going to be, be shit. more like that. Like, more a bunch of people in the different teams yeah. interacting and stuff. Oh, yeah, Tony Storm turned heel, and I think she's in War Games. she turned heel, and I was like, what? Ember's apparently on, um, what's her face team? Shotzi? Oh, it's Shotzi, yeah. the leader? Yeah, Shotzi's the leader. I literally had no idea who was the leader of each team. I saw it I... randomly on my timeline. I was like, who the hell is actually retweeting NXT on my timeline? But anyways. Like, I knew the men's war games because they're actually teams beforehand. True. But it's like the women. Is it I... still four against five? That's four versus four, I think, actually. Because oh. it's uh, Undisputed Era, that's four guys. I thought Finn was in one of this. I thought Finn was with them. I thought he was, but maybe he's, I don't know. I don't know. Him and his fucking kitty litter promo that he cut last week. I'm Jeez. so glad I didn't see that. Oh my god, I saw it today, like fine, just today, and I was like, "What the fuck is this man talking about?" Anyway, MLW Wednesday uh, at eight Eastern. Uh, didn't get to watch the past week's episode. I wish I could have because had like uh, Rocky versus Tom Waller, so I was interested in that. Uh, this week at least has uh, ACH versus Laredo Kid, another first round match in the Opera Cup. That should be pretty great, I think. And then Loki versus Davy Boy is the main Who event. Cares? So. Yeah. Knock each other out, thank you. But uh, let's get into our tournament roundup a little bit. I'll go through uh, the current standings as of 
night six on uh, November 29th. At uh, Ruski Taguchi is at six points. Master Wato is at eight. Show is at eight. Robbie Eagles is at four. I'm really, dis- I'm, I'm really, really disappointed. Yeah, I'm like that they made him lose so much. I, I really am. He's really he's pretty good this tournament, I think. Mm-hmm. Especially obviously the main event for the show, the Last latest show. show. But yeah, he's been pretty good so far. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi Obvious. at ten. Bushi's at six. That is. Eldest Broad is at eight. Uemura as at zero. Doki's at yeah. zero. But uh, Doki will get his first win on the second because he's facing Uemura. So. I'd die if Uemura somehow beat him just for a shock. That'd be something. And then uh, Taiji Ishimori's at 10. Uh, overall thoughts so far of the tournament, I think it's been – I've been enjoying it, but it's definitely, like, weaker than past years. But oh, yeah. But I'm like, does because you don't have the international flair from, like, right. the like, luchadors one, coming in. one bracket, so, yeah. Like, the only foreigner we got in here is Robbie Eagles, and he's a great guy, but it's like, I think, like, one of the highlights of Best Super Juniors is that they bring in, like, people, like, from Mexico and from the U.S. to kind of shake things up, so it's not the same kind of, same people as we've seen all year, which is, we've seen all these juniors all year, except for Robbie. But I am happy they brought Robbie in, because he's been really great. Um, But really, like, my standout people, really, it's Hiromu, obviously, because he's had a great match basically every night. Like, Mm -hmm. the only match... Or shows he hasn't had great matches. Bushi, which I still enjoyed a lot, just one of the weaker main events. And then Uemura, which was great, pretty great anyway, but it wasn't like close to the levels he's had with some other guys. Yeah. yeah. But uh, then you had uh, Despi and uh, Doki have both been great this tour. I think Taguchi's kind of been a wash this tour. He yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot for me. Wato's been Wato, like he's good and bad. Like not good, he's not Hot bad, and but cold, I guess. yeah, like. It, you, you, never, you never know what you're going to get with him. Show, I think he started off his tournament pretty good, other than the. Like, but then I've just not enjoyed him at all, really, <laughs> since then. Like, I really enjoyed his match with Doki, and I thought his match with Robbie was pretty good, even though it was a little long. But the rest of his match has just been not good to me at all. Uh, Bushi's been Bushi. Uh, Despi, like I said, been one of the highlights of the tour. Uemura is a young boy. He's never going to get anything, really, but he's been a highlight anyway, other than um, the match on Night 6, which we'll talk about. Like I said, Doki's been great, and then Ichimori, other than the Hiromi match, has I done... He's been pretty... He's been he's a been, dud. Yeah, he's been nothing for me, he's to be honest. He's been very disappointing for me. Especially that fucking match with Doki he had. I hated that, that match, match so much. So, no, just... And just drag. Like, nothing happened. We we haven't watched uh, Night 4, I want to say, which had Despi and... Or not Despi, uh, had Doki and Hiromu. Yeah, we haven't watched that, that one yet. show. Whatever one which that apparently was. that had Uemura and Ichimori on it, which supposedly that was a good match, I've heard, but... Uh, I'll, I do want to. I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch sometimes. So I gotta make time for it. But uh, go through each night real quick that we watched. Uh, night five took place November 25th. Uh, first match was Uemura and Hiromu, and man, like Uemura is supposed to be like these guys night days. These guys night off. Like they were going crazy though. Like I swear Hiromu told him backstage, just try everything. I'll do whatever for you. Because Uemura was hitting him with some wild shit for a young line in this match. At the start, like the bumps on the outside and this like crazy dive that you dive hit, was sick. and uh, it got into a more basic match after that. But yeah, like this ruled like honestly, it was the match of the night for that night because it was probably like one of the worst nights of the tournament for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Night five was kind of disappointing overall, but yeah, you know, like I said, at least we had that. So um, yeah, that was probably my match of the night too. So I mean, start off with the match of the night. That's I don't know if that's good or if that's bad, but yeah. Uh, the second match was uh, Watto versus Doki, and I thought it was fine. Like it was kind of sloppy at points from Watto, which is like one of the one. Of, this was one of the nights where he was kind of iffy. 
Like, I definitely enjoyed their first match better, but yeah, this one was fine, I guess. Yeah, it was okay. It didn't do much for me overall. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, third match was uh, Taguchi and Bushi, and that kind of just fucking sucked. Like I said, Taguchi just has not been doing much at all this tournament for me at all, and this is kind of a shining example of that, and then Bushi isn't really a guy to lift other people up, really. I was going to say, I honestly really don't remember much from it anyway, so I guess that's a good thing. And uh, Ishimori versus Eagles was a semi-main, and I thought it was all right, but it never really got me invested. Uh, Ishimori never seems to really show up unless he really is that interested in the opponent. It kind of goes to show in the uh, night six, especially, I think. But even here, like, I think he gave Eagles a little bit, but it's like, as a whole, it just didn't do much for me, but Eagles tried at least. I was going to say, Eagles tried at least. Ishimori is just kind of on cruise control until, like you said, um, he gets to someone that he actually kind of wants to face. And then the main event was uh, Despy versus Show, and it was an absolute fucking snooze fest. But hey, uh, Despy won, so I'll take it. But this was uh, one of Despy's worst matches of the tournament. Oh, God. And uh, yeah, this is kind of where Show t- took a nosedive for me. It probably looked more um, night. Well, I haven't even watched night four yet, but. Pretty much up till night three, I was enjoying the show, and then took a nosedive night five, night six, and yeah, just hasn't recovered. Well, haven't had night seven yet, but yeah, he's not had a the best tournament to me. Yeah, this this was just a snoozer. Ah, uh, so disappointing. And then we got to uh, night six, November 29th. First tournament match was Taguchi and Uemura. Again, Taguchi's still not doing much for me, but Uemura's been really surprising me this tournament with just how much time and offense he's been getting against these guys. Like, I figured most of his match would be sub-10 minutes, be the night off, like I said, when I was talking about night five, but uh, they've been giving a lot. So uh, I'm really interested to see how he does, like, what happens next for him because he's pretty much the standout of the current crop of young lions that are left. And dude just has, like, great physical charisma and all that. And, yeah, match ended up not being, like, really anything, like, it was very mat-based to start, unlike usual Uemura matches where it's kicked off with him just like going balls to the wall at the beginning and then kind of going back into a normal match. It kind of was like the opposite in this with uh, more mat work, and then Uemura had his little fire-up spot at the end, but mostly it was just there. Yeah, I was going to say, this was just okay for me. Um, yeah, probably one of Uemura's, wor- like, I guess, worst matches, but... I don't really see it as his fault. I just don't think they work that well together. I don't know. It's just weird overall, but it is just okay. Uh, the next match was uh, Despy versus Doki. I definitely recommend checking this out. It was probably what was definitely the uh, second best match of the night on this show. Uh, like these two just work fucking perfect together. Like usually heels versus heel matches don't always work out, but for some reason it usually works out with Suzuki Gun when they face off. So this is just more of the same from them. And, yeah, I'll say, I won't go too much into it, but I definitely think this is, like, worth checking out. So, um, yeah, it's like, Death being Doki have been two of the highlights of the tournament. So, pretty much, if you want to, you're more or less guaranteed a good match whenever they're in the ring so far this tour. Yeah, this was a pretty, uh, pretty great match. I don't have a whole lot to say. I mean, pretty much covered it. So, man. Uh, semi-main was Cho versus Watto, and yeah, this did absolutely nothing for me, really. <laughs> like, Watto, this is like one of the matches where Watto actually showed up, and like, his strikes were looking really good, but 
just as a match as a whole, like, this was literally my least anticipated match of the tournament when everything got announced. Like, as soon as I saw the participants of this, oh, I was like, it's like, fuck, I gotta watch Watto and Sho have a match. And it pretty much lived up to what I expected for it to be. It was uh, Sho being mostly boring and Watto being good in bits, but mostly just being kind of there. Like, I don't think he's a guy that can carry a match to being great and definitely didn't do that here. And, uh, yeah, this match was uh, just not really anything good for me. Yeah, this just did absolutely nothing at all for me. Like, Yo needs to come back immediately, or they yep. need to pair him up with somebody, like pair him up with Robbie or something to make them a tag team, because I do not need to see any more show singles matches. I'm just getting exhausted by them. Uh, Semi-main, for some reason, was uh, Taiji Ishimori versus uh, Bushi. And, uh, yeah, another match where uh, Ishimori is pretty much on cruise control. Like when Bushi is the highlight of a match, that's not the, a, a highlight, mm-hmm. like a something to really be proud of. Like they kind of mostly did nothing for most of the match, and then like Bushi broke out a random like Canadian destroyer, and they kind of did some stuff after that, but it was just nothing really for this either. Yeah, again, this was pretty much just fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot to add here. But uh, leave it up to Hiromu to save the show, as he always does on these shows. Uh, main event was Hiromu Takahashi defeating Robbie Eagles. And uh, this was my most anticipated match of the tournament. So, of course, Ghetto had to book my most anticipated and my least anticipated matches on the same fucking show. But it is what it is. This match definitely looked for- or definitely delivered my- to my expectations. Because I've been looking forward to this match ever since they kind of like teased it earlier in the year. Once Hiromu won the belt. And like I think Robbie pinned him in a tag or something. I forget. I know they were setting this up, and this match was just fucking nuts. Like, I think it was Hiromu's best match this year, or, like, one of his best. It's pretty much between that and the um, Russell Kingdom match, or title match. Pretty much between those two is his best match this tournament. Even, but probably, like, third would probably be Dragon Lee and him from New Beginning. But, yeah, it was just fucking incredible. It's definitely a go out of way to see match. Probably more of a, kind of a star-making performance for Robbie, I think. So, hopefully... It doesn't really show in his point total, but I think hopefully this shows the company that he's fucking great and you should put a little more investment into him, hopefully. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, If anything to take away from this is that Robbie is a star and he can definitely get up to that level. Uh, The match is fucking ruled. Absolutely great. Like you said, this was probably one of the most anticipated matches for me as well. Um, I mean, Hiromu was just great, but we all kind of expect that from him, so not really a surprise. But um, yeah, just really great fucking match. I think it was good too because it kind of showed a little bit of character from Robbie. It was like him and Hiromu oh, yeah. like taunting each other like throughout the match, which is fucking great. Like Robbie doing the little Robbie, cat. Robbie, Robbie. Yeah, oi, oi, yeah, Hiromu doing the Robbie, Robbie, oi, 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 shit, and like cat. yeah, and Robbie doing the little cat stuff when Hiromu was out on the outside, Me. taunting him to get back in the ring, like. You don't really see a whole lot of character from Robbie usually, but so it was nice to see that here. And he needs to upgrade, he needs to upgrade his fucking entrance gear though, because he, he looks like such a fucking dork. At least Hiromu realized that and taunted him with a little eyepiece while he was wait while he was getting announced. But yeah, overall, uh, several. I think Best Super Junior's been pretty good, but uh, nothing really blow away outside of Hiromu matches. Mm-hmm. So from the two nights we watched, I definitely recommend checking out the uh, main event from Night Six with Hiromu and Robbie. Check out uh, Doki versus Desperado. And uh, honestly, I just skipped Night 5. But if you want to watch anything from that, watch Uemura and Hiromu. 
uh, next term we're going to talk about real quickly. I'm not because I haven't watched it yet, but uh, World Tag League. I'll at least go through the uh, schedule or what the current standings are as of today, uh, November 30th. Uh, Tanahashi and Henry are at two points. Finally got a win here. Uh, Finn Juice are at eight points. Uh, Goto and Yoshihashi are at eight points. Ishii and Yano are at ten. God, this is so even. What the hell? Uh, yeah, Shingo and Sonata are eight. Uh, Techers are at eight. Uh, G.O.D. are at eight. Hmm. Evil and Yujiro are at six. Fale and Chase are at four. Who the fuck they beat? I don't know. They won two in a row, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, Oh, they beat uh, Tanahashi and Henare, which whatever. And oh, and Juice. Ju- they beat Finjuice. I guess. That's fucking all right. And um, Empire at eight. So, um, like I said, I haven't watched anything yet. But from what I've been talking to, listening to podcasts, talking to people, uh, highlights seem to be from the most recent nights. Uh, night five from uh, November 24th, uh, Techers versus Empire. Night six. Uh, November 28th, uh, Finn Juice versus LIJ. And then today, uh, Night 7, November 30th, uh, Finn Juice versus Techers. I can't fully recommend them because I haven't watched them myself yet, but those seem to be the standouts from the uh, tournament. I'm going to check them out. I just haven't got the time to. Uh, we got another night of the Real World Tag League. We can go through the current standings. Uh, Violence Giants are at 4. Uh, Next Stream are at 4. Purple Haze are at 2. Jenner at four. Uh, Yoshisatsu and Sai are at two. Uh, ECW are at four. And Fonts are at six. And uh, Abby and uh, Sakamoto are at six. So, still pretty fairly even field. I don't think anyone's eliminated yet. But uh, Night 5 just took place on November 29th. We haven't gotten a chance to check it out because it just hit VOD earlier today. But I'll at least let you know what uh, happened on that show. Um... Team uh, ECW defeated Jin in nine minutes. Purple Haze defeated uh, Sakimoto and Abby in 10:24, and the main event uh, Kento Miyahara and Yuma defeated Yoshitatsu and Rojisai in 22:56. I'm a little iffy on the length of that main event, but I've heard it was decent at least. Probably like the main match to watch on the show, but uh, that length is like yeah. <sighs> haven't watched it yet. But we'll probably talk about that as a whole because we're going to be talking about the um some or the uh, finals taking place on Monday. So, we'll just probably talk about, like, all the matches up to that point when we uh, discuss the uh, finals. And then, uh, last tournament we're going to talk about is the Dio Grand Prix. Uh, current standings as of uh, November 29th of the, the last show. A Block, uh, Konosuke Takashida's at two points. Harashima's at six points. Uh, Saki's at two because he won and then injured. Uh, Yukio Sakaguchi's at four points. Akido's at four points, and Mal's at four points, and Chris Brooks is at six points. He's really at six points? Jesus. Jesus, really? He's won that much? I can't believe he's in the... like. Well, I guess it's because he has the automatic win from Saki. Oh, true, true, true. That's what it Doesn't is. Doesn't feel like he's actually won that many matches, but he did beat Akido and uh, Takashita, so... Okay. And then uh, B-Block standings. Uh, Tetsuya Endo is in the lead at seven points. Uh, Higuchi's at five points. Sama Takao's at four. Uh, Makoto Oishi's at two. I think he's already el- eliminated. Um, Yuki Ueno is at two points. Still alive somehow with two points. I, was, uh, I guess probably based on who they beat. Because Oishi's at two points and Ueno's at two points. But it looks like Ueno's still alive. Uh, Shuma's at zero points. Already eliminated. And Junakiyama's at four points. 
Uh, overall, I don't think it's been a very good tournament for them. It's pretty much uh, you have night one, which has had a, several great matches, and then night four had at least one great match, and then overall pretty good show in general. But night two and three, just honestly, you need to skip them. Yeah, like, they're rough. There's really like one match I think you should go see, and even then, like it's a disappointing match. But uh, let's guess. Let's get into it. Uh, night two, um, November twenty seventh. You had Higuchi versus Oishi, and uh, that was an okay match. More of a slower mat-based and uh, super short, weird way to start the tournament matches, to be honest, on that night. Like, I don't know why they start off with like, such a short mat-based match, but it was what it is. Um, second match was Soma versus Ueno. Oh, sorry. Didn't really want to interrupt you, but I'm pretty much have going to have nothing to say because I was not feeling good while we were watching these, so I didn't really pay attention to them, so... There's that. <laughs> but, um, I was saying, uh, Soma versus Ueno happened. Uh, that, this was a nothing match. Soma was kind of just there. Ueno tried to, but it was mostly just him working from underneath, so you didn't really get any of his good offense going. Uh, it was a pretty dull match, not gonna lie. Uh, Endo versus Shuma. We randomly got, uh, Shogar Shuma in this match. And I guess he had to break it out to try and break, or take out the champ, but unfortunately for him, it didn't work. And ended up just used the Legos against him instead, and he still won. Uh, probably match of the night, but not saying much because this, this honestly, this is like the worst show of the tournament so far. Uh, yeah, Takaguchi versus Chris Brooks, and I thought it was fine, but I just don't have a take on it. It was very skippable. Mm. And then the main event, uh, Takashita versus Akito, and those were just fucking dull. Uh, very much like the Takashita Brooks match on night four that we'll get to, but this is just way worse than that, and there's like no reason for this to go nearly a fucking half hour like just skip the show if you didn't i should i should have listened to my friend john when they told me to not not watch these shows <laughs> but i do it for you people <laughs> uh night three uh november 28th uh kicked off tournament matches with chris brooks versus akido and just another dull match from akido his match with his match on the opening night with mal was decent but everything since then has just been not good this tournament i don't know what his problem is but i mean I can't really blame him for having a dull match with Chris. I'm like, I like Chris, but I'm not really surprised him and Akito didn't really mesh well together. But you'd think him and Takashita would have a, had a better match. It's just, I don't know why they did it the way they did. Uh, second match was Harashima and Mao. Had a very slow start, which made the match kind of drag. Uh, I was very surprised when I found out this was only 12 minutes, but I think it wasn't bad. Kind of got good in the back half of it, but I think it's definitely a skip. Uh, next match was uh, Soma versus Makoto Aishi. Uh This match was two and a half minutes. I missed the entire thing because I walked into the kitchen to grab a drink, and when I came back, they were already wa- had June and Shuma coming out. Oh god! But speaking of them, uh, June and Shuma—that was the next match. I thought it was a good match. Like it was pretty nonstop action with Akiyama hitting him with a big boot right from the start. As soon as the bell rang, great offense from him. Shuma was a great underdog for him to work off of. I think that was easily best match of the night up to this point, but it was nothing super special. Uh, the main event was uh, Endo and Higuchi. I thought it was good, but not to the the level of their previous matches. So that's a bit of a dis- that was a bit disappointing. Like it felt a bit long in the tooth by the time they got to the finish, and I don't know how I felt about the finish. Like I like hearing about like it makes sense that they do like a double count out kind of thing, but I don't know. I enjoyed it. Definitely match of the night and one of the better of the tournament so far. But it's still like I if you want to watch anything from the tournament. I definitely check this out, but it's not something must see. So, 
really, I would just skip both uh, night two and night three of the tournament. And then uh, night four from uh, November 29th, you did actually watch some of this. Um, the first match was a Higuchi versus uh, Soma. Uh, I think it was definitely better than I expected going in. Like, I'm kind of hit or miss with Soma, and I thought he was really good here um, with his uh, targeting of uh, Higuchi's arm. And I don't have a whole lot to say about it, really. Like, if you want to hear more of me going through it, you can watch, uh, listen to Russell Makase. But I'll give that plug when we're later in the show. But, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match here for Higuchi and Soma. Yeah, this definitely was a uh, surprise, I guess. I mean, I'm a bit higher on Soma than you are, but, I mean, I didn't really expect them to have at least this good of a match. Um, at the end of the day, I shouldn't have doubted Higuchi because he's pretty much I was going to say, but... yeah, Higuchi will at least uh, be able to work with you on something, so there's that, too. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to add to it, really. It was just a good match. Uh, second match of the night was Junakiyama versus... Makoto Oishi, or Jun defeated Oishi, and uh, I thought it was a really good match, or very good match, which I'm not really surprised, because I think these two just worked really well together, and, but I'm, I am kind of surprised that, well, I'm surprised and not surprised that Akiyama won, because mm. Akiyama got get beat by somebody, and. That's he, not Endo already. Yeah, it's not yeah. Endo already, and I'm like, because I don't think he's, well, he could still go to the final, I guess, but I don't know how they're going to work that, since he beat Endo, and Endo's basically won it. Yeah. Already. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I figured Oishi would be a good loss for him because Oishi's technically the leader of Junretsu. So, I don't think it would hurt him to get beat by him. But I did like it in the match. Like, Oishi took a lot of shit from Akiyama and didn't get taken out. Like, he had a bunch of Akiyama's big spots, including, like, the exposed, like, running knee. And then uh, Akiyama didn't even win definitively. He, like, rolled up uh, Oishi for the win. And that, I thought that was a great, great way to save face between the two. And uh, especially because Oishi's selling of the defeat was pretty great. But, yeah, I really enjoyed that match. Yeah, definitely thought this was a good match. Um, definitely a little bit more mat-based, submission-based. Um, but, I mean, coming into it, that wasn't really a surprise. Um, again, I don't have much to add, but it, I still enjoyed it. Uh, second match, or next match, was uh, Tetsuya Endo defeating Yukio Eno. And I absolutely love this match. It's the best match these two have had yet. Like, this matchup's kind of hit or miss for me. Because I think I've, we talked about them on the pod when they had like, the previous matches. I I think I didn't like either one as much as either one. Other people other people did. And especially, like, one of the matches I didn't like really at all. Not at all, but I didn't like it that much. I think it probably was cash-in, but I don't remember for sure. But, yeah, this was just fucking great, though. Like, as I've been saying, basically, ever since Oena won the belt, he's been fucking great since he won the belt. Like, he's just been on a roll. I love pretty much all of his matches so far. Not so much in the tournament, I guess, but... His big matches in the tournament have been great. Like his match with uh, Higuchi night one, and then this match with Endo night two or night four. Like Ueno has been like one of the highlights of the tournament so far. It's like him, Endo, Akiyama has been really good. Higuchi obviously. Like those four are pretty much like the highlights of the tournament for me, and uh, they're all in B block because A block has not done a whole lot for me. No. This this like I don't know what it is with A block, but they it just kind of stuck people down. Yeah. Just kind of like I don't think they work well together. Some no. of them. Yeah, that that's what it is, and I was like, I don't know how to word it. <laughs> like, like when we talked about it when they announced the blocks, I knew B block was probably gonna be better, but I didn't think it was gonna be this, this much, much better. better. Yeah. But 
that's kind of what happened when you put four like the best young guys and Aki or three of the best young guys in the company and Akiyama in the same block. They're they're gonna have some good stuff. I'm so fucking hyped for Akiyama and Higuchi when that happens. That's gonna be fucking awesome. But yeah, this match is fucking awesome. Definitely got a way to see uh, Endo and Ueno. Uh, semi-main was Mao versus Sakaguchi, and I thought it was pretty cool with Mao like kind of doing like more striking-based match, trying to like beat uh, Sakaguchi at his own game, which he ended up doing. He still um, had a little bit of his high flying, not a whole lot, but definitely more like map-based, striking-based, and I really enjoyed it. Like it wasn't like anything crazy, but I did like that aspect of it. And then the main event was uh, Chris Brooks defeating Konosuke Takashita, and I uh, did not like this that much at all. Oh, God. I was going to say, here we go. Like, I <laughs> I didn't want to project my own thoughts onto the crowd, but it felt like they did not give a shit about this match for the entire, like, Sometimes almost the entirety of it. Sometimes you just feel it. Like, because a lot of times I'll just kind of be, like, sitting there. Because sometimes you'll see a move around, I guess, mm-hmm. and, like, kind of, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's, like... They, they just were not doing anything for this. Yeah, and it's like, I, it's hard to judge COVID crowds, and I don't yeah, want to judge them based thing. off that, but it just felt like the crowd did not give a shit about this match, and neither did I, because this was fucking boring. Like, the majority of the match was fucking Chris in control, and his offense isn't the most exciting anyway. Right. But, I don't know, talk, like, like my biggest disappointments in the tur- t- a tournament so far are probably Akido and Takashita. I think both of them have not been very good at all. Chris, I know what I'm getting into. Like, I already, like... Mm, same, yeah. But it's like, I, ex- I expect better from Takashina and Akido, and they just have not been delivering this tournament for me. Like, I think you, you enjoyed the Sasaki match a lot, or at least decently. Yeah, I, I like that. That one was pretty decent, but I thought. he's just been not good at all since then, so I'm just like... I don't know, man. But, yeah, um... I think, <laughs> um... Dio hopefully warm up once it gets closer to the end. Oh, for sure it will. But sure. it's just not a very good start for the tournament. I know a lot of, like, I think we were higher on uh, Champions Carnival than most people were, but I think this is the worst tournament than Champions Carnival so far. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. But I think this has more, a bit, like, more chances to get better since they, Compared it, to it goes, it lasts longer, yeah. there's more people in the tournament, so it could get better. It's just right now, I it's definitely think. It's not looking that great, yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's hard to really compare because it's like, we both like the N one a lot. I just think it's hard. It's, no one's going to top that one. Yeah, I mean, the N one's definitely else. tournament of the year so yeah. far, or at least singles tournament, I guess. Right, right. But. And it's just like this one has just been kind of hot. It's hot and cold because, like you said, you'll have some great matches on one show, and then one show it's kind of like eh, okay, and then you have like one good match maybe, but. I don't know. Yeah, like, like I said, it'll pick up, I think. This is like four nights in. You've had three great matches, and that's it so far. And that was like two of them were on night one. One, yeah. So it's two like, on the same show is not good. Yeah, it's like Ueno and Higuchi, check that out. Endo and Akiyama, check that out. And Endo and Ueno. So basically, like <laughs> I said, like I said, those four have been like the highlights of the tournament so far. So definitely check out those three matches. Especially uh, Ueno and Endo. I really enjoyed that a lot. But uh, that's all of the tournament talk. So let's finish off the show with the uh, Dragon Gate show that, that took place this past weekend. Gate of Origin 2020 from November 28th. Overall thoughts, uh, a good show, but definitely not a show you need to go out of way to see. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed everything. Nothing was bad, and it had a great match or a great main event. Uh, some of mine was very good as well. And earlier on, there was a match that continued the feud with Dragon Daya and Daya Inferno. So, I think it's a show worth watching in full if you're a Dragon Gate fan. I think you'll walk away happy. I did. I will say I did. <laughs> but if you aren't a Dragon Gate fan, there are still a couple matches on here you should check out, but especially the main event. 
uh, show kicked off with the old boy, old man here, uh, Ultimate Dragon, <laughs> Masato Yoshino, Shuji Kondo, and Gamma defeating uh, Team Boku, Naruki Doi, Ryo Saito, Boku Arshimizu, and Punch Tobinaga in 11:44. I uh, liked Ultimate's mask that he wore that show; like it looked pretty cool. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, the older wrestlers being this far down the card was surprising, but not an unwelcome change. Hey. Uh, now that Shimizu doesn't have his stupid eyebrow, I'm enjoying him a lot more now. <laughs> like, I still miss Big R Shimizu from R.E.D. Like, that was, like, when I came into the company, that was, like, one of my, he was, like, one of my favorite guys, especially in R.E.D. Like, Big Ben was, like, my favorite tag team. I love them. I miss them so much. But uh, Team Poke is still pretty fun, mostly comedy unit. Uh, but this match is a whole uh, nothing must see here. But it was a fun way to kick off the show. Nothing more. Uh, pretty funny, like, uh, Shimizu did, like, the slowest-looking Magistral I've ever seen, and I busted out laughing when he did it, but for the win, I think it was for the win, too. Oh, no, he I lost. Think, no, I'm stupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just said Team Boku lost, but, no, that was pretty fucking funny, and, uh, yeah, overall, fun way to kick off the show. Yeah, I was gonna say, I pretty much have the same thoughts. Fun, fun way to start off the show, get the crowd warmed up, whatever that means in COVID era, but, you know, um, yeah, like you said, nothing must-see, just, just a lot of fun. Uh, second match was a four-way tag match. Masaki Mojizuki and Don Fuji defeated Ben K and Keisuke Okuda, Madoka Kikuta and Taketo Kame, and uh, Yosuke Santa Maria and Mondai Ryu in 11-14. Uh, I thought it was another fun match. Uh, I love the four-way test of strength between Mar- Maria, Ben, uh, Fuji, and Kikuta early on. And then Maria like trying to jump over all four, but tripping on one of them was pretty funny. Uh, Maria hulking up when fighting Mochi was pretty cool, and... Uh, Really, uh, Maria was a standout of the match for me. Mm. But, yeah, not a whole lot to say about it. I mean, the four-way tag match, it's kind of hard to keep up with everything, and be honest, <laughs> and take notes on it. <laughs> that but was my thing. I thought it was really fun anyway. Like, I definitely think it was, it's worth uh, checking out, or at least it's not skipping, skippable, I guess I should say. I was going to say, pretty fun match. Um, but like you said, it's there's too, there's so many fucking people in this fucking match. It was hard to keep up with everything going on. I definitely remember... Um, Moshi hit, like, this crazy, like, over-the-top rope dive, whatever the fuck. Um, that was pretty sick. And then, yeah, Maria was, she's always great. So, um, but, yeah, not much else to say about it. It's just a lot of fun again. Uh, next match was the Sendai Girls offer match. Dash Shisaka Monami uh, defeated Chihiro Hashimoto and Yurika Oka in 10.05. And this match fucking ruled. Like, Monami screaming whenever she had a big move. Was, I love that shit. And I just loved her. Like, she was definitely the highlight of the match. But I loved to hear her, like, getting fed up of her, like, screaming and shit. And just, like, need her in the back <laughs> as she was, like, playing up to the crowd. Uh, it was a lot of Yurika getting bullied by Dash and Monami before uh, Chihiro tagged in. Uh, hit a, uh, Chihiro hit a ton of big moves, including, like, this twisting senton off the top rope, which looked awesome. Uh, Oka tagged in and got some good near falls, but she was mostly just struggling to survive. And in the end, she ate a splash from Dash for the fall, but... Yeah, I thought this was, like, one of the best matches of the night. Yeah, to the surprise of no one, this definitely was one of the best matches of the night. But, I mean, if you see who's involved and if you've seen their work, I don't think it's really that big of a surprise. But um, coming out of it, I definitely love Manami. I love when she kept screaming during each big move she hit. It was so fucking funny. I just love that shit. Um, yeah, just just a great match. Uh, next match was R.E.D. Ada, Kaito Ishida, and Dia Inferno defeating Dragon Gate Generation, Kota Minora, Jason Lee, Dragon Daya by DQ in 801. I don't want to say it's a nice to see uh, all the guys that missed uh, Gate of Origin back, like Kondo in the opener, and now uh, uh, Jason Lee back here. 
Uh, no shocker that this match ended via DQ, considering who was involved. RED immediately jumped everyone before the bell, but it quickly became Dragon Daya and Daya Inferno fighting on the outside. Afterwards, RED locked down Minora and just worked over him, not letting him tag out at all. Finally, Jason was able to tag in, leading to like a big stream of offense from the Dragon Gate boys. Inferno tried to go for uh, Daya's mask again, but it led to Dragon Daya going for his mask instead, and even shoving the refs when he tried to stop him from going after it, leading to the DQ. Uh, match pretty good, but the more important thing was just the continued build of Dragon Daya and Daya Inferno. We are for sure getting that mask versus mask match. It's just when is it going to happen? I think maybe Final Gate, but if they wanted to continue it even further past then, it wouldn't surprise me. But at the moment, I'm thinking Final mm -hmm. Gate. I think that makes the most sense right now, but you never fucking know with them. So <laughs> I guess we just have to wait and see. But yeah, overall, the match, again, another fun one. Um, like you said, really just was to continue the whole Inferno and Diaz stuff going on. So, I mean, not much really else to say about it, but still enjoyed it. Uh, next was a special singles match. Shun Skywalker defeated Dragon Kid in 752. It's still so weird to see Shun with the belt, to be honest. Like, I'm just not used to him. Like, he just returned and he's already champion. That's just, it feels weird to me, but... It felt like he carried himself like a champ in this match. They kept it short, which was nice. It showed pretty much Shun is above the older generation. Uh, Kid got his offense in, obviously, but it was really felt like it was all Shun for the most part. Thought the match was solid, but kind of was hoping for more. But I think the more important thing was just to show that he's he is the guy right now, and he is above everyone else. Uh, there were several good spots, but as a whole, I can't say the match was anything crazy. Like the neck breaker, neck breaker into a submission Shun does, and then the finishing sequence both ruled, but... In the end, it was just a good match, nothing more. I, I kind of just hope for more from it. I was going to say, it was it was fine. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really get into it that much. Like, I thought they did, you know, they did pretty good, but it was just like, it just didn't feel super important or anything. Yeah, like, I think the important thing really was to have Shun win here definitively much, and set yeah. him up as a guy because he literally just won the belt, especially beating the legend like Dragon Kid. And I get that, And then. So. I think one of the next big shows, he's going to face uh, Susumu in a singles match Oof. and probably beat him just definitively. So Jeez. if it was a regular match, I'd love to see them go like 15 minutes or have like a really great At match. Least, yeah. But more than likely, it's going to be like 10-ish. And <laughs> Shun's that, just going to beat mean, him shit. pretty definitively. So either way, I'm so excited for that upcoming match. And I enjoyed this match for what it was. Yep. Uh, Semi-main was for the Open the Triangle Eight titles. R.E.D., Takashi Yoshida, Kazum Sakamoto, and S.B. Kento. Defeated Tsusumu Yokosuka, Genki Horiguchi, and Yasushi Konda in 14-4. And SB Kanto does it again. Kills another legend, pinning Tsusumu here. Like, they clearly got big plans for this kid. Because he just keeps beating everyone, and it's awesome. I love them getting behind such a young guy. And he's living up to the expectations they have for him. And I feel like, I feel like he was the highlight of the match, honestly. Like, or at least maybe he's more the focus, I should say, rather than the highlight. Like, whether it was him getting his ass beat or, or being on offense... He was the main guy for uh, R.E.D. On, in this team, and I just love that. More companies need to put focus on their young future stars. Mm -hmm, yes. And uh, I love oh, Saito um, out on the outside hyping up the crowd for the Toriyaman boys, but they just yes. couldn't handle SBK <laughs> anyway. Uh, though uh, Yoshida did have his fair share of offense, too. I enjoyed him in this match. But I wouldn't put this match in great, tori great territory, but it was a very good match and definitely worth seeking out. Like, just I think it's worth watching just to follow the rise of SB Kento. 
Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I definitely think it's one of those that um, if you want to keep on seeing SB Kento, Kento's rise through Dragon Gate is definitely a good one to check out for sure. I mean, obviously start with uh, the title win, but whatever, whatever works. Um, overall, yeah, really, really good match. Um, I don't have much more to add today. I'm sorry. <laughs> And uh, lastly, we have the main event for the Open the Twin Gate titles. Uh, R.E.D., B.B. Hulk, and Kai defeated Dragon Gate Generation, Yamato, and KZ in 25-16. And I'm just love with R.E.D. Kai, man. Like, <laughs> he's just so good as a heel in red for some reason. Uh, this is really about to be his definitive run in first career, I think, which is crazy to think about. But uh, great main event here. I liked it a lot more than the match where B.B. and Kai won the titles. Mm. Maybe it was just, like, the cockiness these two exuded now that they are finally champs. But Kai's heel work was on point here. Then the ring was really good. Yamato was having like one of was just having none of Kai's that new attitude in it role. Like he was being a bully to him a little bit. Uh, BB and Kai definitely felt more like an actual tag team compared to Yamato and KZ. Maybe it's because I just haven't watched like any uh, pre-injury BB. But I really don't understand what some of the criticisms he's been getting about. Like I think he's been pretty great lately. But they're mad. They're not as pretty. So. But like he was also like. <laughs> in action more in spurts than like for like long runs. It was mostly like Kai in there for their team. Right, yeah. But uh I'm real sad that K Z ate the pin even though I'm happy BB Kai won. Uh, I love my boys, but I love K Z more and damn it Yamato is right fucking there. Just pin him instead. But no nah, yeah. yeah, this is a fucking great match. Yeah, this was a great match. Um I was kind of off put by like the twenty five sixteen, but I was like uh, whatever. It ended up being great, so I didn't care anyways. But um, yeah, see, I didn't really notice the time that much. That's, that's the thing. Um, when we were watching, I was literally like, this, this is already over, okay? Because sometimes, you know, once you get past 20, it can start to drag. But I don't think this ever really dragged. I think the action um, in the ring just kept it just kept it going. And, and that's really all you can ask for, just real good shit. But uh, overall... Pretty good show. Definitely check out the main event. Check out the semi-main if you want to check out the rise of a new young star in SP Kento. But I think that's it for us this week. Uh, for matches of the week, uh, I think it's pretty easy for me this week. Obviously, Hiromu and Robbie is my number one. Mm, yeah. The Dragon Gate title yeah. match. <laughs> probably, well, actually, no, I think actually I think Gendo and Ueno is my number two. Really? And I'd the, probably put the Dragon Gate. The, the, and the tag titles being my third, so pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's pretty much the same thing, just flip just two flip and three. Just flip the two and three, but yeah. uh, put some more match recommendations in the footnotes to check those out. Next week we'll be discussing the finals of the Real World Tag League on December seventh, and the uh, Noah the Best Final Chronicle twenty twenty, which takes place on December sixth. Plus more tournament talk in general, and probably some other stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit of GCW and maybe uh, War Games if we watch it. <laughs> we'll see. But um, either way, uh, check out the Real World Tag League Finals and know the best and other stuff and come hey. back next week to hear our thoughts. If you want to follow the pod, you can do so at One Wrestling Pod. If you want to follow Caitlin, you can do so at Ticking Time Boss. If you want to follow me, you can do so at ASPIR underscore. If you want to hear more about me uh, talking about a bunch of wrestling, I was just on uh, Wrestle Omakase on their latest episode talking about night six of best of super juniors and night four of uh do plus like some listener questions talking about uh basically whether techers are the best uh tag team and or tag champions in new japan history which we kind of de- decided they were 
not to spoil it, but yes, agreed. But no, like uh, had very fun, a very fun time talking about John, talking with John about those two shows a lot more in depth than what we did about here did here, just because those were the focus of his, uh, their show. This was kind of talking about the overview, but if you want to f- hear more about me talking about these tournaments and just other stuff in general, uh, give that podcast a listen. I had a really fun time talking with them or with them. But I think that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody.